Congratulations, you are tuned into the number one podcast where life has no limits. Your host, Joan Kaler, is the founder of Joan Kaler Counseling and Consulting International. Joan consults with clients around the world to help them reach their full potential with emotional freedom techniques, chakra balancing, and cognitive behavior therapy. Joan is a sought-after speaker, trainer, and consultant. Now, here is Joan. Welcome back, everyone, to part three in Life Without Limits, because there are no limits to what you can achieve with my guest, Sajel Shaw, who is an E, and not just, not just, because this is hard work getting here, who is an EFT advanced practitioner and trainer of trainers. So she is as high as you can go with EFT International, the organization, the international organization that trains people who want to become certified practitioners. Today on this last part with Sage, we're going to talk about uh, how to be present with your client. So this podcast will be geared to EFT practitioners in particular, and anyone else who also wants to learn how to be present in their business, or if you are a therapist, how to be present for your client, whether or not you're an EFT practitioner, being present is so important. Welcome back, Sajel. Thank you so much for your time today and for joining me on this podcast. I'm having great fun talking with you, Joan. Yes. So being present, what does being present mean? It's a good question. So let's define this. Being present is being clear in the moment at what is showing up there and then. We all have our preconceptions, our thoughts about what is going to come up, what we could do, what we should do going forward, there is a lot of verbiage that can go on in our heads. Those thought patterns, this are conditioning as to responsible ways to carry ourselves. But if we get so caught up in the maelstrom of thoughts running through our heads, we can stop listening to what is showing up here and now. So as a practitioner, a coach, facilitator, one of the things I find really helps me in my work is to be quietly calm inside and not be trying to figure out what is going to happen next with a client. What that means is that I don't have the panic, the anxiety, the fear, the whatever tapes I could have running conducting the session. Instead, I'm actually interested in what the client is going to say, what their body language is about. And I'm also hearing all the things that are unsaid by that person. And there is a tremendous value in that because when you show up in that way, you know the basics of your art. And if you practice them well, you know 
them fluently, not to have to keep thinking, what should I do next? Instead, what you are saying is, what is showing up here and now? How does that sound so far? Beautiful. I love that. What is showing up right now? Perfect. The value of that is you then go on to ask questions which might surprise you and may surprise your client. But what they will do is elicit such helpful information. Your client has all the answers and asking respectful questions that are open-ended, who, where, what, why, when, how, you will actually go deeper into whatever the issue is. We talked in an earlier one of these podcasts about ancestral issues and drawing on what has historically happened as being valuable linchpins to our work. They're valuable tools. When we are present with what the client is showing up here and now, we actually allow that information to show up so much more clearly. So clients, I know I've practiced this way of being present. And and I know from experience, clients will say, well, you know, I've not thought about this, but, and they will go on to share a meaningful piece of information, typically something from their past. And we both know that is so valuable when it comes to EFT. You, that is, you know, our metaphor of the tabletop is the problem right. that presents. Mm-hmm. And underneath you've got these memories of table legs and they're more than four typically. You, you then actually help them bring forth one of those memories that you can just knock away from the table and that makes our tabletop wobbly and you get, rid of a few more and that's the tabletop collapsing that's the problem releasing itself so this is the value of presence and it's it's one that occurs through practice yes i love when being present in the moment allows the client whatever's happening consciously there's something bubbling unconsciously Yes. And then when we provide confidentiality, respect, and safety, that allows whatever is in our unconscious or their unconscious to come up to the surface. And then with our presence, we can get this information information and use it or propose to them, ask them more questions guaranteed there will be a memory that will come up or guaranteed there will be an emotion that's tappable that will come up. Yeah. Yeah. Always happens. There's a beauty to presence because you, the facilitator are showing up without too many preconceptions about what you should be doing when you are in that state, you, the facilitator, are listening to someone so deeply that they feel truly heard. Yes. 
And a lot of people do not get that kind of commitment from another person. I, I heard of someone um, as a client saying that they go home after a, a very demanding day of work, they're in professional life, and they'll get a bit of a grunt when they walk in through the front door because <laughs> there are various reality TV programs on in the UK and the kids and the wife are busy watching those. There's something like art called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here on at the moment. And that, that's the kind of reception he gets. So they're kind of not having much of a conversation at home. Whereas when someone feels that they are heard, they will actually relax. They will feel safe. And when we feel safe, we actually allow whatever has relevance to our growth and our movement forward to show up yes it's priceless it's so important i hear this all the time whether i'm helping couples or whether i'm working one-on-one -on -one with someone i don't feel listened to i don't feel respected i don't feel heard i don't feel valued because people don't know how to communicate with one another anymore whatever they learned when they were dating or maybe when they were getting to know each other it wasn't the best of circumstances anyway when people come in and mention all those things then they aren't being heard the the other person they're not present for each other they either have lost the skill of listening or they truly never had it in the first place, not their fault, but because perhaps their parents didn't know how to communicate it or their grandparents didn't know how to communicate and listen, listen, listening. Listening is one of the most valuable tools, listening and being present and that therapeutic relationship. Oh, if any graduate students are listening and watching right now, please know that EFT is a wonderful tool. Family Constellations is an amazing tool. Everything that you're learning in graduate school, how to listen and be present in that therapeutic relationship, bang, that is the key. It truly yes. is. It's where the magic happens. Yes, yes. And, and let's be clear, it's not a kind of heavy, somber listening. There's a lot of playfulness available. Mm -hmm. I kind of find myself going and, and saying to a client, well, I don't know why I'm asking you this, but let me, if you don't mind, I just have this question come up. And it's kind of quite a light energy mm -hmm. because I'm not invested in them believing me or needing to accept me. You know, those are the tapes that can go on in the background. I, I'm quite at peace with whatever reaction they may bring up because whatever they say is going to be of value and benefit for our work. That's the way I choose to view it. Absolutely. And so that is really being present because on our part as a facilitator, there's a vulnerability. We, I, I never know what a client... Um, any people I mentor, what they're going to say. But because I feel at peace in myself, generally, 
I kind of am, I'm curious. I'm, I'm fascinated by human nature and, and I want to understand the person before me better so that I can be of better service to them. Absolutely. Sajal, I'm sure I'm missing something here. Is there anything else that you think is important to talk about presence? I think there is something. Okay. Okay, here's the piece. So the question that may come up is how do I reach a state of presence? And it's not necessarily obvious at first. So I want to invite kindness here because it's not something that myself I arrived at overnight. There are always triggers, fears, buttons that are pushed in in and out of sessions. But if you make a commitment to yourself that when you notice something that distracts you from being present, where one of the mental tapes goes off Mm-hmm. And you start worrying and feeling anxious about something and really projecting into a place in the future or revisiting something in the past in an unhelpful way. That is an invitation to yourself <clears throat> to do some EFT on whatever has come up. Perfect. Yes. And for myself, it's put the cell phone at the opposite end of the room. <laughs> I put it on silent, but now it's going to go even further away. So I'm not bothered by any little lights that light up on the phone so I can be present for my clients totally. Absolutely. All right, everyone. In the event you have not heard uh, the podcast prior, the first two with Sejal, I do want to share her website with you because it is amazing. So we're going to do that now. So this, I'm going to move the picture a little bit over here. Here we go. Healthyinmind.com. And we'll go to the homepage here. Just everything Sajel has to offer is extraordinary. I am going to, it's probably full now by the time this is released, but I am going to take her online business energetics workshop. So if there are any spaces available by the time this is aired, please sign up and I apologize ahead of time if it's already filled because this podcast will be released in mid-December. So anyway, but you can still contact her for anything else. She's got lots of juicy things to help you with. So I'm going to stop sharing right now. Sejal, it, it has been a complete joy to meet you today, to talk with you, to bring your services and bring these topics to everyone who's listening and watching. I am in deep gratitude for your time today. You are extraordinary. Thank you so much for being a guest on Life Without Limits. 
I have enjoyed myself so much. Thank you for having me on. And you've been incredibly generous sharing my site. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And everyone, you know, life without limits because there are no limits to what you can achieve. Please share this with others and rate it in iTunes. And I thank you. So stay tuned because... I don't know who at this moment, but I guarantee I will have another exciting guest in the future. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Bye-bye for now. Hi, everyone. I wanted to let you know that, as you can see by the picture behind me, I used to pull my hair out, and I used to be bald. And then I stopped, and I grew my hair back. And then I developed thyroid issues, I have hypothyroidism, and I started losing my hair again, and I was devastated. So my stylist introduced me to a product called Zenagen, Z-E-N-A-G-E-N, and it helped me grow my hair back. So this is all mine, okay? So far, I've been using it two years, and I've grown my hair back for the volume has increased by 40%. Now, the same thing can happen to you. If you choose to try it, go to Xenogen.com, and then at checkout, put in the code Joan, J-O-A-N-15, and you will get 15% off your purchase. So if you have hair loss, not due to alopecia, and you stop pulling out your hair, you might want to try this because it works for me. Thank you very much. Contact Joan at joankaylor.com for training, speaking, or consultation. Follow Joan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Remember to share what you learned today with others because there are no limits to what you can achieve.